Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Should we start the episode? Yeah, I'll just be I'll just be a little bit eating. Mystery on the rocks. Oh yeah. Mystery on the rocks. Yeah. Mystery on the rocks. Yeah. Welcome to another episode of Mystery on the Rocks, the show that takes unsolved true mysteries and cocktails and puts them together, and you listen to it. That's right, you. Uh, with me, as always, is the amazing Suze Kempner. Everybody dance now. Mm, 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 mm. Hi, Mr. Hey, and the fantastic Chris Stokes. Oh, stick you, your mama too. <laughs> oh, nice. And I'm mm. Masood. Where everybody knows your name. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. And they're always glad you came. Doom, doom, doom. You want to be. You want to go. <laughs> you want to be where everybody knows your name. Well, nice to be here. Thanks for having me. Yeah, how how are we, uh, guys? All right. Yeah, good. Yeah. Good thanks. I've had um a, a dream a, a dream week filming a, a sitcom Ooh. in um in Winnersh. <laughs> in Winnersh. Where is that? Winnersh, it's near Reading. Oh, okay. Mm. Don't they call those... it the Winnersh Triangle? Yes. Mm-hmm. Why do they call it that? People vanish mysteriously. Yeah, yeah. Oh, We're all vanishing into the Winners <laughs> Triangle. Um, but the cast is mostly English actors yeah. doing American accents, um, and then there's a core American cast who are like proper big actors from America, and um, they must just look around them and go, "Oh, Winners, Winners, yeah." Like they, I just think it's so funny that like they're like I'm like, oh, where are you based? Well, I'm in LA. I'm like, oh, cool. What about you? Where are you based? I'm in LA, and I'm like, oh, welcome to Winners. Welcome to Winners. <laughs> and they're here for like four months. Jesus. I've started drinking my drinks. Yeah. Should we do the drinks? Oh, yeah. What are we drinking, guys? Inspired by you, Masood, last week where you'd made a daiquiri, and I mm. was like, oh, I've never made a daiquiri. Um, I've made a daiquiri, but it's it's a seaweed and rosemary daiquiri. Oh my god! Wow! Incredible. So Chris. I have this. Um, I have this rum. It's it's called Tidal Rum, and it's infused mm-hmm. with seaweed from Jersey. Whoa! Um, mm. So I used that. I used uh, lemon juice instead of lime juice because I thought it would go better with uh, the seaweed, seaweed than, uh, than mm-hmm. lime. And then I made. Do you remember ages and ages and ages ago when Milton came on? We had yeah. a smoked sea dog. Yeah. With mm. the, the, the seaweed and rosemary syrup. I made yeah. that again. That's seaweed and Whoa. rosemary syrup. So it's a seaweed and rosemary syrup, seaweed infused rum, and lemon juice. Oh my God. Chris, you've worked so hard. That is amazing. And it's divine. Yeah. Mm. I work so hard. What are you going to call it, bitch? Um, I knew 
I knew we were going to be recording a little bit later tonight, so I had time. Ah. I had time to plan some. Okay, things. you were like, ooh. Uh, what am I going to call it? Uh, yeah. I don't know. Um, Any ideas? A sweaty sea hog. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> a sea hog daiquiri. Sea hog da- um, I reckon a... Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Louisa suggested something. I could call it a dashery. Because dashy uh, is... A- I like that. I like that. Ah. I like that. A dashery. There you are. There you are. There you are, mate. There you are. Well, very nice. It yeah, sounds lovely. delicious. What are you yeah. drinking? It sounds like a proper, proper one. Um, it, at the other end of the scale, I've got room service Negroni because I'm in a hotel. That can't be bad. For one more night, one more night. <laughs> it is. It's made with mezcal. Oh shit! That sounds yeah. amazing. It is strong instead and of gin. Good. Yeah. And I've got two. Mezcal. I guess it's yeah, instead it of been, gin. Yeah. It's Jesus. got a vaguely smoky. Yeah, that's fun. This is a mezcal Negroni. That's fun. And it is. Strong and good, and I'm going to call it. This drink is the Reading East Crown Plaza Negroni <laughs> Mezcal. Call it the Winner's Triangle. Oh yeah, the Winner's yeah. Triangle. There you go. Does it sound Perfect. so much like Winners, but it's like it, like someone with an accent is saying it? All it, yeah, and and because it's this part of the country, there's just that ever so slight burr that they've got where they're like winners yeah i've kept it very simple for our uh <gasps> what do you got I went, I went right back to a martini uh Ooh, but i bought nice said. olives so oh he got it's a jar and he brings up a jar and it just says nice olives. A, yeah, yeah i've written it in in uh, and one of the and the n is backwards <laughs> <laughs> at heart we've gone for uh the classics you know we've got a negroni a daiquiri and a martini yeah it's so true but we've all given them a bit of a twist my twist is that i'm drinking in a hotel and got a man to bring it to me and it costs like fucking and, 15 quid and it's not got and, any gin in it oh mm. yeah mezcal baby oh and i poured a whole bunch of olive brine into mine <laughs> so oh you nervous. made it filthy mm. dirty little boy <laughs> um well you join us on the final episode of season five. Well done. Well yes. done, everybody. I can't believe we made it. That sent a shiver through me. I was like, fuck, you're right. Yeah. yeah. All the um, way to the end of season five. Congratulations. We took you up to 2021. Yeah. You, all, all you get is a, is a um, what is it? A little title card that says, you are winner. And that's it. That's, <laughs> yeah. You are winner. You get one that says, yeah. um, uh, 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 turn your computer off and go to sleep. <laughs> it, no, you get the big rigs. Yeah. The big rigs card that says a winner is a you. A winner is you. Congratulations. Um, <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. What you do get is uh, a few weeks off. Uh, and then we'll be yes. back with season six that will be yes. business as usual. Got any guest suggestions? Who do you want to see? Tweet us. Yeah. I've got a guest. I'm, I've got one from, I've got two actually from the set that will come and oh, cool, yeah. on the show. Oh, nice. Yeah. Sounds nice good. One. Absolutely. Def- definitely. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah. If you like the idea of watching this, you get to see me in a hotel room in makeup that I've had on since 6am. Mm. And it still looks good because professional makeup artists are better than me. Um, you get to see Masood's baby. Oh, yeah. Who just arrived. Just we saw- might not you get put to that see- in. <laughs> We might not put the baby in. Don't put that in. You don't get to see Masood's no. baby. Um, but you get to imagine it. You can no one stop what goes you on. You get to here. hear him cry. 
So there you go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can hear the baby cry. And you get to see what Chris's drinks looked like, which was seawater. It, it did look, but it, yeah, like tasty seawater. It looked like the delicious sea. Delicious right? brine. You can see all that if you go to our Patreon. Delicious brine. <laughs> Don't throw out that brine. <laughs> um, you get to see it if you go to patreon.com slash Rocks. Sign up. If you sign up at our top tier, you get fucking free stuff. That's right. All you have to do is pay top tier and you get free stuff. Um, it's a hoodie, a t-shirt, a poster, a mug, and there'll be more free stuff coming up. If you join the Patreon at any level, you get the videos of episodes. You get you can watch us and go, well, is that what they... All right. And then you can get recipes for the cocktails. And even better than that, bonus content. We talk all kinds of stuff oh, yeah. that's not in the episodes. Yeah. Yeah. You can bloody hear it. And soon we'll be setting up a Discord where you as fans can chat and we as uh, podcasters may pop in, mainly me. It's a, <laughs> in my head, I imagine that somebody imagines my voice coming out of Suze's face and that just makes amuses me. <laughs> uh, I just, the idea that someone's like, that's Masood? <laughs> yeah, the idea that people from our voices would be able to tell which is which. <laughs> Baffles me. <laughs> um, uh, wow, I wonder which one sounds like this. Hey, it's my baby. It's my baby. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey Lucy, go make daddy hey, a martini. Okay, <laughs> fix me an old-fashioned, Lucy. Good girl. I showed you how to do it. I have no, honey. Put the bitters on the sugar cube first. I've, I've, I maybe I've said this before, but I'd say that both of your impression of me is my favorite impression of me that I've heard. Do a lot of people Everyone do impressions of you. Of me. I've had a few people do impressions of me and they're all dreadful. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think I've actually done me. an impression of you, but I think if I do, it's an impression of Suze's impression of you. Because I like <laughs> which the... Is fantastic. I like the character that she's made, yeah. Which is yes. like... He's like a drunk, nothing like but you, suave. Yeah. He's Don Draper. Oh, only, yeah. He's Don Draper, but happy. I've done more yeah, impressions of childhood you at the cinema than I have... Oh, that I enjoy as no well. Way, man. Oh, no way, That's he's great. Oh, sure I don't. Thing, uh, Chris's Hitler. impression. Chris, <laughs> Chris's impression of Masood at the cinema when he was a kid sounds too much like Michael Jackson. And every time, <laughs> <laughs> and I look a little bit like cinema. him as well. So then it's got to be very, very. <laughs> Chris looks like what Michael Jackson was aiming for, and then I look like pre. Jack. <laughs> I'm pre Didn't Jackson. we do that? I'm sure we've Masood said that looks before, like, where it's like Masood looks like Thriller Michael yeah, Jackson. Me and Masood. Actually, yeah, Masood looks like before and I look Did like he... after. <laughs> and I look like one of his wives. I, the one you didn't see. I told your Michael Jackson joke to somebody and it is still one of my favourite jokes. The, oh, what? Uh, um, the, bl- I, the one that I can't stop fucking telling people. Yeah, <laughs> so I'll tell it I'll tell it now. If you go on the Patreon, you can hear it, but you can't hear the Michael Jackson joke that I always do. If you, um, I only tell it to select people, so if you're on the Patreon, you can hear it. Here it is. <laughs> it is such a good joke. <laughs> it's the fucking worst. It is the worst. And you guys were very privileged to hear it. It's so good. <laughs> Masood's heard it before. Several times, oh, I would have thought. That's, uh, and his glasses that's, have gone askew. Oh, that's uh, that's top, top tier Patreon, that. That's top um, <laughs> you don't get that at the bottom tier. No. Oh, man, it's a good joke, man. It's a good joke. In fact, actually, it's I might set up a new tier on the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> It has to be called the Michael Jackson. The MJ It's tier. called Michael Jackson's Neverland Favorites and All Boy Anthology. <laughs> well, Suze, why did you say that? Because that is a 
blank video, well, no, a, a home video that was found in Michael Jackson's house by the FBI, and it was just four hours of footage of boys that visited Neverland playing in his pool. You see, if oh he'd have done God. it on long player, he'd have got eight hours on that tape. That's true. <laughs> Christ, learn how to use your VCR, man. Jesus, that's what, I'm pretty Michael, sure that's what the FBI agent was thinking when they were watching it. They were like, he yeah, he's, he's spooling through yeah. it, going, oh, oh fucking Michael Jackson. Muggins here could have had eight hours of this stuff. Yeah, it could have. You could have doubled your boy pleasure with a bath together. That yeah. When was the last time he cleaned his heads his... on this? <laughs> you still talking about the VCR? <laughs> hey, bro. <laughs> Gallows humour gets us through this very upsetting job. <laughs> We've arrested a man who has touched children. Uh, <laughs> Michael Jackson's Neverland favourites and all boy anthology. Come on. What a sexually normal man. That's just, <laughs> I told uh, Michael, my own personal paedophile, Michael. Um, he likes me because I'm nice and short. Uh, he said, I told him that, and he was like, he said he finds it so funny that people go like, Michael Jackson was so sexually normal, actually. And, <laughs> and if you tell them that, if you tell them that, they just go, that's what every red-blooded man has in his home. <laughs> A blank video of boys playing in water. I just imagine him sat down, like, kind of, like, getting as far as um, before the word anthology and being like, compendium? Mm. Collection? <laughs> no, 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 no. Anthology, anthology. Of course, it's an anthology. <laughs> Michael said he couldn't believe he, that he labelled it that. Well, he said, "Why didn't you just write Barton Fink on the label?" <laughs> right. He's like, "Who's going to check?" Yeah. Hey, a Cole Brothers fan. Yeah, this is a good one. Yeah. Stick it Michael on. Jackson oh. likes Cohen Brothers. Do you think he had the long label that went on the side of the video that he wrote on Biro, or do you think he had the? Uh, the individual square stickers for each letter. <laughs> oh no! I think he wrote it. I also think he wrote Chris, it. In, come on. I also think he wrote Chris, it in come Sharpie. On. By the way, I don't know why, but I'm seeing it in. No, because it was 1993. Oh yeah, yeah. no, it would have been viral. So a lot of people use no, pencil for their uh, for their video stickers because they could rub it out. That was ridiculous. Yeah. That was stupid. What about that? No, little, it's stupid. I, but it rubs off. How are you gonna? No. I always remember. Oh, um, my. We used masking tape. It was masking tape at one point, and it was, and it was with like a thick permanent marker. But then, like the masking tape, and it that, would bleed the bleed. Yeah, out. and then like, the masking tape would sort of like somehow like fuse with the plastic, and then grow like a weird kind of faded color. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, those are the days. But, rented a video from. We had a video van mm. that used to come to. Uh, you know, it like the like ice cream drive van. around. Yeah, it was like a video rental library, mm. and it would show up, and you could go, and it would park for ten minutes in our cul-de-sac, yeah. and you could go out there and rent a video. And you hear a police siren, and you'd fucking speed off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, who knows if it was legal actually? But uh, he he pulled up once, and my mum and dad were like, "All right, you two can pick a film." Yeah. So we picked a film, and the label came off mm-hmm. uh, while we were renting it. The top label, yeah. and. So we just stuck some paper on me and my brother yeah. and wrote what the film was um, and and then gave it back. And they were like, we need the original label back or you have to just buy it. And we were like, I think it got chewed up in the machine. Like, we couldn't yeah. find it. And so my parents were like, oh, for fuck's sake. And I think they had to pay a tenner for it, right? So basically, we paid the rental price and a tenner oh, in the mid-90s for Mr. Nanny. <laughs> 
Mr. Fucking Man. That is the perfect video. That's the perfect movie for that story. That means, and and as a result, me and my brother have watched Mr. Nanny a lot. Shouldn't have had that sushi. Oh, (laughs) I I think you were like solely responsible for that filmmaking profit. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) 11 pounds. Do you remember remember X Rental baskets? From the video shops. Yes. Mm. What an absolute dream come oh. true. Because you get the big box and it makes you feel like but also you're you'd quite get a special boat. Because some, sometimes videos, films will come out to rent before buy. And sometimes you yeah. can end up owning a video of a movie before it was out to buy. What the fuck? No, oh, they they wouldn't. Yeah. They wouldn't. Yeah, it's true. Wow. They fuck. Would they charge a lot for it? Was it a little profit thing? Um, I think it was like... Uh, that's a good point, actually. I don't know why. But I'm pretty sure I ended up having... I got Goldeneye before it was out to buy on video. I'm Holy sure. shit. No way, mate. No way. They would have kept it on mm. rent. You're out of your There's mind. no way. I must have rented that film about a million times as well. I don't know why. I was. I had this weird obsession with that film. The, the, Goldeneye. It's the weird Eric Serra score. Yeah. Goldeneye, um, the actual song, like, that's what it is... Like. Um, they, I'm sure, I don't know the story of God, because obviously it's Tina Turner, mm. but it just feels like, and I think she sings it really well, but I think it's the perfect Shirley Bassey song, and I wonder yeah. if they offered it to it, Shirley they Bassey They didn't, first. no. Um, oh. It was oh. actually, do you know who wrote it? Who? It's U2, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's Bono and the Edge. Yeah. What? And uh, they did a little demo where he's he's singing it. Um, yeah. Bono, Bono, oh, Bono yeah. singing it. To give to Tina Turner to sort of like show her how the song should sound. So uh, I don't okay, think right. they ever offered it to Shirley Bassey, to be honest. Interesting. Uh, Did you know? It just feels like such a Shirley Bassey. Does, Shirley yeah. Bassey recorded a uh, song for Quantum of Solace and they refused it. What? <gasps> oh, come on. So inst- They're fools. Instead, instead, it's Jack White and Alicia Keys. <laughs> Yeah, it's mm. so. There's like two Bond songs that do that. Where like I like like a small section of it, but the rest of the song is dreadful. And Quantum of Solace has like a part of that song where I'm like, "That's a cool bit. Make the song that bit because <laughs> that bit's um, really good." There's right. a there's a great there's a great subgenre of song which is rejected Bond themes. Uh, oh my! So God. like, if you go looking for it, you can hear Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash's version of Thunderball. Um, oh. uh, Alice Cooper pitched The Man with the Golden Gun, and that got knocked back. Uh, <laughs> Blondie did For Your Eyes Only, that got knocked back. Uh, oh, really? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Ace of Bass did uh, a song for Goldeneye, and then it got refused, so they retooled it, and it's on their album as something else. Okay, um, right. Obviously, Radiohead and Spectre. But what there was a there's another like famous one. Uh, Whoa! I did. I recorded one last week for Poppy Hillster's podcast. Oh. <laughs> a fake Bond theme oh, called uh, "Toxic Love." Uh, I think it's no, it's not. That's what Hex Petrol sings Boys in Burn Gully. Pulp did "Tomorrow Never Dies." Yes, yes. Oh, um, oh! I wish that existed. They changed All it. I it does, do it, it does really exist. Like it is, they did it as a as a mm. B side to one of their singles because it got rejected. Yeah. The thing is, if they've gone to if they've gone to the effort of writing and recording a song and it gets rejected for the Bond film, they're not going to just sit on that song. 
Yeah, in no, our yeah, waste. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, 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 you got to retool it. Yeah. Well, it, that song I did for our, hey, talking of this series, <clears throat> that song I did, would you remember P- that guy Pete and his booze boys? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I wrote a song called Pete and the Booze Boys, which was f- back when we used to do songs for our episodes. I can't believe was, that uh, um, it feels like so long ago that you stopped doing them, but it was this season. I know. It was this season, yeah. Yeah, it was the this season. Boys. I remember I will, the booze boys. I will do more. The Booze Boys. Yeah. And I did a song called Pete and the Booze Boys, and I did it in the style of like a big Shirley Bassey yeah. song. You also did Chocolate for ZZ as well, didn't you? And... Oh, yeah. Chocolate for ZZ. Yeah, we had a lot of Bondy style stuff going on. Well, it was an espionage season, wasn't it? Yes, and it was set yes. during the Cold War, which heavily... A lot of it was. Yeah. Yeah. Was. yeah, when the Cold War ended, it was like the season was just kind of like, hey, it's all knockabout fun for the rest of the show. And then we're like, uh, fucking uh, Salisbury poisonings. Hey, it's knockabout hey, fun. Remember Mystery on the Rocks? I finished one Negroni. Time for the second. sequel. Oh, yes. So if you, if, yes, you made it to the end, congratulations. This is your prize for, for, if, the, by the way, if this is the first episode that you've listened to as well, hey, fine, whatever, man. <laughs> like, that's cool. Yeah, we're not but doing also, a case this week. Yeah. Do you remember the original plan of this season was to sort of like go along and see whether we could trace like a... Yeah, there was a through line of, of all of it to sort of lead... The same horrible mistakes, and if, mm. we're, if history is going to repeat itself, and the answer well, is sort of, yes. Do, do you think? <laughs> do you think a case could be made for ZZ being responsible for the shape of the world right, as it is today? It like Possibly. I genuinely, mm. when we did the ZZ episode, which was so early on, episode um, three of this season, it's like you can totally <clears throat> link ZZ to nine eleven. Yeah, because ZZ well, ZZ also it's a domino effect, but he he is responsible for the creation of Israel. Yes, oh, shit. Yeah. that was his big, big plan, um, wasn't it? And look how well that's going. Uh, he also was probably the first guy to realise you could profit from war and have people... Mm. Oh, yeah, he's a big-time arms dealer, right? Yeah. yeah. So, like, sometimes peace isn't in the best interests of you if you want to fill your pockets up. You know, that He's sort of essentially thing. the the fucking... Uh, you ever seen the movie Yojimbo? Or yeah. the remake, which is, like, a... I can't remember which. Is it High Plains Drifter? Oh, it's one of the Clint Eastwood I don't know. Films. What's Yojimbo? Yojimbo is um, a it's, it's such film. a good idea for a story. Oh, that um, It sounds like Hey Arnold. Uh, well, yeah, so um, James, one of the James Bond Yo, films. Jimbo. One of the James Bond films lifts the lifts the story and does the James From. Bond oh, does it? of Yojimbo, yeah. Oh, right. So and obviously Jimbo is short for James. So. Oh, yeah. Ah, and also longer than James. Yeah. He pits two uh, warring gangs against each other and has them fight each other by joining one gang and then like slagging what? off the other one and then like, basically he just goes. Yeah, it's, but he, it's uh, isn't it to do with revenge? So like he has to, yeah. he's taken revenge on them, but he does it in a quiet way, so he doesn't go in a fight. He goes no. in and sows the seeds of misinformation and lets them destroy themselves. Yeah, essentially, yeah. Because yeah. Like, they both have done something to him or something, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. I just remember watching it supremely hungover on New Year's It was a late night movie. You know, sometimes where you turn all the lights off and an old black and white movie and you're like, oh. You're like, oh, here we go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. If there were a fire or crackling, you'd be like, oh, wow, yeah, um, there we go. I'm trying to think of <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a black and white film that like oh yeah reefer madness 
the artist. That terrible 1930s film. Yeah, oh yeah, the artist. That's good. Schindler's List. What's the French movie? Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Are you, are, you, are you glad to be getting back to case of the week normal stuff? Well, I think it'll be fun because we can have guests and stuff. Yeah, I, I did really enjoy the through line of... I always quite enjoyed our quite meaty through line stuff because it's always quite fun to be like and this is what we're doing hey we're back in this like fun little jaunt again but i do i guess i do quite like mystery of the week as well oh yeah it feels very it feels like it's like when the x-files does it you're like "Ah, (laughs) (laughs) it does the silly one with the lizard man yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> this series blew my mind because there were so many threads to keep hold of. Whereas yeah. I feel like the Hollywood series, there were less threads to yeah. keep hold of. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, as you said, like that thing of the, of the through line, that kind of, that was like in the background. And I guess it kind of never, it, it was never like, okay, so we're going to talk about this at the end. But it was like, oh no, it's all sort of just there though. It's still bubbling but under it is the like, surface. Like, well, first of all, I couldn't believe how many massive. Uh, historical events had an element of mystery about them. Yes. Like the Reichstag fire. And, um, yeah. Good to get the Hirschfeld Institute in there as well and Dora Richter. And Yeah, I really, I, I still think about that episode every now and again. I'm like, damn it, why did they fucking set us all back? That was, I think, like a standout from the season and it's a, an early episode in the season, but I think like, I think... I think that was a really good episode. Mm. Well, t- well, done. well done. Well done, us. To Chris for finding, <laughs> no, for finding that. It. I think doing that. it's... Um, uh, we're still feeling the ramifications of this particular one now because it set back uh, the research decades and therefore acceptance of that community. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Um, That's it. Uh, which the Nazis are solely responsible for. Mm. So, 100%. Um, uh, it's like... Um, uh, recently, there was that shooting in uh, in America, Colorado. Yeah, yeah. And um, you've got the today the news footage of the father of the gunman. Mm. I saw this like two minutes before we recorded, and it made my mind Have you seen it, explode. No, what happened? I didn't oh, miss that. God. What? Okay, so basically, they find the dad of the shooter who went mm-hmm. into the LGBTQ plus club. Yeah, and Club Q it's called. Yeah, yeah. They find him, uh, the dad, who's mm-hmm. off his face on meth. But Fuck he, oh, for sure. But he also 
he's saying like uh when i heard my son was at a gay gay club i i was uh, i was like oh my god is he gay but uh and then i I, I found out that he was, and I was like, "Phew!" He was relieved. He went on the news and said that yeah. he was relieved to have found <sighs> out his son was the murderer and not gay. Yeah. Jesus fucking Christ! Wow. Now, yeah. The reason I bring it up is because not only did it happen today as we're recording it, it kind of goes to show that those attitudes ain't going anywhere. And, yeah. Um, it's like you you could look back almost a hundred years of what we were looking at in this season. And be like, <laughs> how unenlightened in the past. It's like, and it's like, no, oh, it's, like, it's the same. Yeah, no, no, and it's getting worse as well yeah. because there was a time where, I certainly I feel like our generation were could have could have been the first to be like, we're we're done with that now. No homophobia. Yes. Yeah. No Completely. homophobia. No racism. But um, the option was there. Yeah. And it it we're regressing. And there's there's too many people in which it is easier for them to yeah. not accept it, and so they won't, and so they're like, ah, that means that we'll stop, we'll lose money. It actually it doesn't. The, be- <laughs> the, the best example is. of this I can think of, and I feel like we talk about trans issues a lot on this podcast. Um, so Coronation Street, we're going back over twenty years, oh, with, um, had a trans character. Yeah, Hayley Cropper, played by a cis woman. So um, I guess there's progression from there because she'd probably have been played by a trans woman now. But Um, they could have cast a cis man. (laughs) They could have just cast some guy. Yeah, Yeah. but they they cast a cis woman and like the secret being revealed that she was trans was just people gradually accepting her. There wasn't like... (laughs) <laughs> there wasn't in, and there was no internet campaign against having Hayley Cropper in Coronation Street. Yeah. Uh, I mean, someone said on Twitter to me yesterday because I brought up basically like I grew up watching Lily Savage, Dame Edna. Um, my parents would take me to Panto every year, and you know, I no one ever talked about people like me being groomed. Yeah. Um, uh, and this was, you know, we're going back thirty years. So it's almost it's almost as if the culture wars are fucking nonsense. And people in the comments were bringing up Hayley Cropper. And I was like, fuck, I remember that. And it was just, there was no uproar. There was a little bit of sensationalism with like, the reveal has happened. But there wasn't this, there wasn't the discourse in the papers of like, mm. the damage that Hayley Cropper existing as a character has and done. Um, it was never, if I remember, because mm. I was young, but not. Like I think I was like 12, yeah. 12 13 or something. Yeah, I, th- I but, reckon we yeah. were in a nearly in our but teens. I remember yeah. it being like the it was no. I, I, maybe someone will go and Google the magazine cover and prove me wrong. But I don't remember anything like Haley really a man, or right, right, right. No, I remember it being. I remember, no, it being, no, no. I remember they might have used archaic terms like sex change or yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, used to be a man yeah. and yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, um, but I don't think they ever said. Is really a man. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't. No. It wasn't crying game. Twist. No. I mm. remember the the big story being like she, now Roy knows, and he's fine with it. So it's it was that like Roy accepts Haley. But it did, what was good about that was it did take him a while. He didn't accept it straight away. Mm. I remember it was all yeah. very like quite real. Yeah. Yeah, and she's so brilliant. Mm. It's, uh, but yeah, nowadays she'd probably be played by a trans woman, and the discourse would be horrific. Do you think <laughs> the, they would? 
I guess what I'm trying to say here is like that, you know, they did that. It felt like they did that very carefully and it was very well plotted out. Do you feel like now that sort of thing would be played almost sensationally on purpose? As in like they'd make it really quick and they'd kind of make it a bit not, they wouldn't handle it as well. No, they'd make, I don't yeah, know. And they'd do it so that the, um, the, character in question, the... the character in question would be clocky. So like they'd do it so that people would yeah. straight away clock them as a, as a trans person. Yes. And then yes. it would be about uh, being weirded out by that and then being ostracised. Mm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, do you remember when... Um, do you remember Mark Fowler had AIDS in mm. EastEnders? And they kind of make him... Uh, quote unquote the perfect victim you know there's this idea that like well, it's in Barasso yeah. isn't it it's like they, there's a there's a guy who's like I this guy got AIDS from a blood transfusion how did you get and he goes I got AIDS no I got I caught AIDS from my boyfriend he's like oh so you got bad AIDS oh yeah, yeah right and yeah. It, it's that it's, so it's that thing where it's like oh you're bad trans yeah right and yeah. with Mark Fowler in EastEnders he was HIV positive he caught it from um a woman who he was with who was a drug addict and um so he was like oh he has good aids yeah, <laughs> it's that right, thing. Yeah. he's a he's a straight cis man so he has good aids because he just caught it from some drug addicted woman yeah. rather than being a gay guy and but they i remember in eastenders uh like barbara windsor's character was super like anti him she was like you've got AIDS. And I remember an interview with Barbara Windsor where she said, oh, it broke my heart to do that because I don't agree with... The character at Peggy all, Mi- yeah. Peggy Mitchell in yeah, anyway. Yeah. Um, and now I think, like, that's the sort of way they'd ham-fistedly handle a trans issue in yeah. a soap. I mean, it's like, all... Yeah. They'd have someone who was a massive turf and, yeah. and they'd go, you're uh, wrong and dirty and dangerous. And then they'd come round and we'd be expected to be like, oh, they're so wonderful. They'd yeah, it'd be about round. their journey of acceptance rather than... As opposed to yeah, the person... rather than yeah. this poor trans well, person yeah, exactly. who's having to deal right. with their shit. Is it, do, do you think, <laughs> to go back to, like, Coronation Street did it in the 90s, do you think that mm. if the Hirschfeld Institute and all of its valuable research hadn't been destroyed, that maybe Coronation Street would have done it in the 70s? Yeah, I honestly do. I, 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 um, I honestly think we wouldn't... I honestly think we wouldn't have current-day turfdom. No. And uh, here yeah. is the country where we fucking breed transphobes with a weird dreadful... Um, I don't think it would exist if the Hirschfeld Institute had been allowed to continue its work because it held it back not just for the war, it held it back... For the rest of the century. Till, like, the 70s, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it fucked everything up. Yeah, Yeah. 100%. There's that that documentary, famed documentary, about um, uh, trans people that was made in the 70s and Mm. uh, the doctor in it is treating a patient, trans patient, and... Uh, the trans patient leaves and the doctor says to the camera crew, he makes his own problems, you know? And it's like, oh, well, that's a complete misgendering. What a weird thing to say. If you go back to the Hirschfeld Institute in research papers from, I think, even pre-1920, they're using correct pronouns for for trans patients. And there's, Mm. there's like, um, listen, I mean... 
the three of us are all reasonable people and don't see anything wrong with this, the, 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 the combination of words her penis. But it would yeah. have looked incredibly odd in 1917, but they were still writing it. Yeah. Honestly, it would have looked weird to me 10 years ago. Mm. I'd have gone, oh, really? I wouldn't have kicked off and gone, no! But I'd have gone, her penis. Oh, because this is part of the damage done by things like the Hirschfeld Institute. Being burned down. Um, be, being burned down and, and their work being destroyed. Mm. Uh, let me think. Like, no, maybe not, actually. But um, my, my mindset with... Uh, with being trans was like okay so you're you're trans because you were always you were like it's talking about a trans woman you were always a woman and you were unfortunately born in the wrong body that's how i saw it um and t- totally like accepting and uh, tolerant of that um and then yeah it's a it's a it's a weird one it, it would have it would have taken someone telling me no, no, you're not like an incomplete trans woman because you haven't had gender reassignment yeah, yeah. surgery, which in though which ten years ago I would have said yeah, a sex change. Yeah. Um, and it was not like I would have thought less of uh, someone who hadn't had what I would have then called a sex change. I, I would have still gone, yeah, yeah, she and a woman, but I'd have gone, yeah, but they're on the journey mm. to have their oh, right, full yeah. gender reassignment surgery. So like I'd have brought it all down end game, to yeah. surgery. Right, right, yeah, 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 that's right, it. Yeah. yeah, and there are plenty of trans women who are like, Don't want the surgery. no, no, my gender my gender dysphoria doesn't... Um, extend to my... It, it doesn't, like, extend to my genitals. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. so, like, I've I've learned a lot, yeah. and I consider myself as someone who was... Oh, yeah like pretty okay with yeah with the, with the whole thing, trans yeah. I remember I used to watch Coronation Street because it was fuck all on telly in the nineties. <laughs> I used to watch Coronation Apart Street from that and I followed the Tango Haley. ad. <laughs> yeah, I loved that. that. So good. It's so good. It did so much you. for trans rights. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but I remember watching Haley in Coronation Street and being like, Yay when like people accepted Haley. Mm. Um mm. Because I'm not an arsehole, I guess. <laughs> I am a bit. In different nah. ways. So, that's my prospect. You do a prospect so I heard whistle? it that time. I heard yeah. it that time. <laughs> but I, I can't do it on purpose. So, that's why uh, I was confused when you, when, you, when you called me out on it last time. I was like, but I can't do it. But I heard I it. I can't do it. Do it. Um, I reckon I can do it again. Oh, that, he's, done he's, it. Done it. he's done it. He's done it again. Yeah, we could chop this season up into little sections, which is pre, uh, like World War One. Yes. Yeah. Which would like is Rasputin, the Romanovs, like between the World Wars, World War One and World War Two, because we we globe hopped. We didn't just yeah. stick around Europe or everything. We went to, we did the Osage yeah. murders. We uh, teased Killers yeah. of the Flower Pete Moon. Pete and the Booze oh, Boys, yeah. by the way. Oh yeah. Um, Pete, the booze Pete boys. and his Booze Boys were. He was the guy that predicted Pearl Harbor. Oh, 20, yeah, that's uh, right. Yes! And then there's a load of World War II stuff. The Reichstag fire, Kristallnacht, Franco. Kristallnacht, um, is and that... And loads the, of surprise... Oh, no. That's Kristallnacht. That? That's the... I thought it's Night of a Thousand Knives. I thought you were going to mention... Oh, no, night, as well. yeah, Night of the Long, long Knives. knives. I thought well, we, had a, we had an alternative the... title for Night of, the, night of the Long Knives, which was Did Hitler Jizz While Soft? Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was the episode. We, we've really, like, no one could accuse us of um, 
being kind to the Nazis. No. They could only no. accuse us of making light of the Nazis, which is not true, because we talked about Hitler jizzing more soft and Hitler's constant shitting issues. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, him in the bunker. <laughs> farty Hitler. Um, yeah. Hitler the farty uh, coward. We did his death yeah. as well, yeah, as, because the conspiracy theories. Operation Mincemeat, the Nazi gold train. Oh, the gold oh, train, that's, that's so the good. one I was thinking about, was the fucking yeah. gold train. We had, um, uh, we had a few surprise callbacks as well. So we had Dimitri Navashin who was killed by the Kagul. Oh, fuck, yeah, that's right. A fucking good Only, movie. like, weeks weeks apart from Letitia Tarot. Yeah, that's right. Mm. Those fuckers. There was Nagasaki <laughs> Those and Hiroshima. There was uh, Stalin, uh, yeah. McCarthyism. Um, yeah. And then we had, like, the uh, 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 the civil rights movement in America with Harry and Harriet Moore. Oh, yeah, 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 the, the car thing where they were... Oh, yeah, no, I remember that. That was fun. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Then, then we went into the space age, the cosmonauts and JFK and the Cuban Missile Crisis. Yeah. Was um, the cosmonauts we did the thing where they had the the people thought they had heard the radio signals of them coming yeah. back saying, "I'm oh, burning up." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was actually just just oh yeah, just the, two lads, the, just two lads Italian brothers. Yeah, They they'd find a woman and translated stuff to Russian, but it was like. Well, the first clue that it's not real is she was speaking Russian in an Italian accent. And then we had, like, in post-war, some cool ones as well. And another surprise callback with the bombing of... Because, you know, when um, uh, Soviet Russia were, was starting to have the separatists movement and yeah. the, like, the Serbian terrorists, the Croatian terrorists, and they were... The, well, the separatists, they were trying to um, break free. Yeah. And they'd bomb planes including that one with the hairstess who survived her oh the fall yeah that's right yeah fall from the plane oh my god the people who survived plane crashes but, remember we did a small episode on that that was that crazy was we did we it was the we, we did a sidestep while we were doing the great molaire mystery that's to see right, if yeah. like could the guy have survived falling out of the plane with a parachute that's right these people did yes and yeah as we were go as we were doing this season i was looking for stuff to do I found this bombing of the plane that was still unsolved. And I was like, holy shit, that's the air hostess. Oh, yeah. It's like, what yeah, a right. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was sort of amazing. Like, yeah. So there's, yeah. There's, there's, there's been lots of connective tissue with even like episodes we've done years back. Yeah. Yeah. I always feel like, yeah, like even though it was there was this sort of intention and we sort of was like, Bleh. it sort of was always there. There was always something that kind I, of... Yeah. Um, I know that this season has been long, hmm. but I've learnt more doing this one than I have doing any previous yeah. one. Yeah, like the Hollywood series was really fun, but it was full of like, ha curiosities, whereas this is like, always see. Yeah, a lot of... <laughs> about the state of the world. You're like, aha. Yeah. And it's funny, isn't it? Because during the Hollywood series, we did a um, one-off non-Hollywood series episode where we were just celebrating the Trump losing the 2020 election, which is sort of like a prequel to this whole series. (laughs) That's true. That's true. It is weird because I remember when we were doing like pre-World War II and the rise of fascism, Mm. how startlingly similar a lot of what people are saying and doing today was to that. Yes, yeah, yeah. But they won't, th- th- there's a cognitive dissonance there where they still, these people still see Nazis as the bad guys, but they don't actually see the parallels that they themselves are on. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't know their history. And I didn't really know yeah. my history that well until I started looking into stuff so, like this. Oh, and it's like, like, oh, oh, oh. 
there's um there's a guy who is anonymous on Twitter and their account has virtually no followers and they used to troll me and a year ago I blocked them and they still will search my name on Twitter because you still can if you're blocked by someone and just reply to my followers who aren't... um, Yeah, he can't reply to me anymore because I blocked him. Uh, He will still reply to my followers. Just be in my mentions twice a week bothering my followers and I only see it because I see their comments argue with him and I have to go this guy's obsessed with me but he um, constantly stands up for the far right oh Jesus like he's a big big trumper um, you know one of those people who thinks the Tory party haven't gone far enough he will constantly do that and earlier today he said like oh people who are pro trans rights all think they're the good guys where a lot of people in history have thought they're the good guys the Nazis thought they're the good guys and I'm like mate you Love Nazis. Yeah. You have more you stand in up. with them. Yeah. That's absolutely it. You stand up for them all the time. And I think this is an example of like, from our podcast, it is like people in history have learned nothing. Yeah. It, there's this guy, whoever he is. That's such a dumb <laughs> uh, thing as well to be like, well, the Nazis thought they were good guys. Like, I don't, what's your point? I don't understand what your yeah, point is. Yeah, yeah. Because that's I think, like, um, what? The Nazis hate your trans people too, yeah. buddy. Huh. I think part of the reason it's so like unsettling for me anyway is that it's not a case of like not learning from mistakes, which is quite chilling when you think about yeah. it. Yeah. But it's 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 this kind of like complacency that I had as well, which is that like oh well that'll never happen again because yeah, like, it was so we, we all so assumed Trump couldn't win that yeah. election. Yeah, and yeah. it was so demonstrably oh. bad, yeah. and everybody agrees that Hitler was the villain. Yeah, and uh, people kind of like have taken their eye off the ball into how he got there. That's it, exactly. Yes, yeah. everyone's forgetting yeah. that crucial part, which is how he got there. That part is fucking unimportant which was, to everybody. Yeah, a lot of it was uh, a lot of it was circumstance and uh, good fortune for his, on his part, mm-hmm. uh, and right place, right time, and stuff. But yeah, it's still it it it's he was the, there was still he had backing and he had support. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. And like, like, yeah, like you said, it's like, yeah, everyone, everyone just remembers, th- and they're obviously there are bad bits, but like they just remember and, that part, but not the how. He, yeah, yeah. And he uh, <laughs> rose to, he rose to power, having been arrested and thrown in jail for treason. So if that can happen, then it's not outside the realms of possibility that the villains can win again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, you know what? Let's get a time machine. Let's go back in time. Find the art critic that was like, yeah. this is dog shit and be like, just say it's good. It doesn't even matter if you think just it is. Just let him into art school. Let him into fucking art school. Let him be a bad painter. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let him he just... became chancellor 10 years after that failed coup, which would have been less than 10 years from when he was in jail. It would be like, whoever has been thrown in jail for uh, or whoever's been like convicted, whether they've been thrown in jail or not, I don't know. For um, uh, the insurrection at the Capitol, yeah. then all of a sudden becoming president. Oh, that now. fucking guy, the um, the QAnon show, yeah, the one who was just like, there's footage of him in that amazing um, documentary uh, about the four hours at the Capitol. Oh, I still gotta watch called. that. Yeah. Uh, it's so good. Um, and he's called Jacob something, and he was a failed actor. He's my age. Yeah. He failed actor, um, 
whatever that means, you know, he obviously hadn't made it as an actor and he bought into QAnon and he made his costume and he'd become a star. And, like, there's footage of him in that where they're all on the Senate floor trying to ignore him because he's just in the gallery screaming. He's just going, ah! Even they're like, Ugh. Yeah, basically, they're all completely ignoring him. And he's just going, ah! It's funny, isn't it? Because when you watch the uh, Forza at the Capitol, you realise that actually there's no calculated plan there on any of their parts. They've all just got caught up in some madness. Because... A lot of them are just like, "Hey, I'm gonna, I'm gonna smoke a blunt in the in in the." Capital. Oh, that's so funny! No. Like, I'm doing it. I'm really doing it. And yeah. Like, slow clap. Wow, you're yeah. so cool. Yeah. You smoked weed in, the, in a building. Yeah, in, it's, it's fucking. This is like where laws are made. I'm pretty sure everyone in here has done worse. Like everyone who works <laughs> yeah. in this building has probably done like blow off of a hooker's tits like yeah. in this. You don't, think, so. you, you, you don't you don't you don't think there's drugs in the desks of these people? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. You brought a blunt. You brought a blunt to the U.S. Capitol. You fucking amateur. Yeah. I, yeah. I literally opened that senator's drawer and there's fucking ketamine in it. Okay. <laughs> Let's. Uh, well, basically, I think we nailed the 20th moving into the 21st century. Yeah. And I think we've prevented a far-right government Single-handedly from ever from rising podcast. again. Absolutely. Just this podcast. Absolutely. Thank God for that. That's what we're doing. We're doing God's work. <laughs> yeah. So we, so we will be taking a short break. You've earned it. I mean, we've earned There's it. no break on Patreon, <laughs> patreon.com slash Mr. on the Rocks. Sign up and you'll still get Loads stuff of cool stuff coming most on days there. of the week. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, we're going to be doing a bit of stuff between now and the next season. And we hope you will join us yeah. for all of it. Patreon.com slash Mr. on the Rocks. Thanks. Thanks for listening. Uh, thanks, thanks for coming everybody. on this journey. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Thank yeah, you so absolutely. Much. We solved history. <laughs> we figured it out. We've nailed it. History's done. History's solved. History on. Thanks for joining yeah, us, everybody. Thanks, we love you. I've had we'll two drinks at... and a very, very long week. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to go to bed. We'll see you nice. at Christmas for a Christmas thing. We'll probably do something like that. Yeah, There'll definitely we'll a be a Christmas thing. thing. We'll do a Christmas thing. Yeah. Some sort of crazy Christmas mystery, perhaps. That's yeah. it. We'll be, That's absolutely um, yeah. Or just a regular one. So or just a regular one and we'll put a Christmas hat on top of it. <laughs> just so that people go, oh, Christmas. <laughs> see you there, babies. You? All right, now. All right. <gasps> Bye. Oh my god, ultimate buy. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row dreaming of something better well hello fresh is your guilt-free dream come true baby it's me geeky palmer let's wake up those taste buds with hot juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi mm. hello fresh 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.